0: Happy Monday, everyone! This is episode 20 of Bet to Win. I'm Claudia Balafoto here with my good friend Joe Fan. Joe, we got a good show lined up. We're gonna recap week 10 with our guy and senior trader over at WinBet, Matoy Pearson. We're gonna look ahead a bit to week 11. Uh, of course, give out some winning picks. And before we do all that, though, I want to talk about our weekend because we're both golfers now.
1: Just a couple of athletes.
0: We're just a couple of athletes. Um, I played golf for the first time. Joe played in a tournament. Very different. I was still learning how to swing. Joe was out there impressing the Las Vegas crowds. Yeah. Right, Joe?
1: God, something like that. <laughs> it was wild. I've never played. I've played in. You'll have like corporate scrambles or playing with your buddies. And it's like for like a wedding weekend. And they have different groups together. And you'll play you know, a tournament. It's not right. really. I've never played by myself. You know, it was not even one day, a two-day tournament. It's exhausting. Mm. Cause there's no, there's no one out to help you. There's no like get out of jail free card. Like yeah. if, you, if the wheels start to fall off, you've just gotta figure it out. Yep. And it was a lot.
0: And you figured it out. I,
1: well, I got <laughs> through it. I don't know if I figured it out. I had a nice day one and then, then my second day I, I did fall apart and I was terrible and okay. that's life. It was a fun experience, but the nerves were no joke. Um, I mean, standing over because again, usually you you putt it, and if it's within four feet, your buddies would be like, "Pick it up, it's good." Yeah, but
0: it's a gimme. Mm-hmm. Where
1: now you got to walk up and you got to hit them all. Yeah. You I me mean, the hole's not over until yeah. you, that ball is in the hole. You do that 18 times and do it again the next day. So it it was a lot of fun. It was a cool experience. Um, something that I look forward to doing again. But um, yeah, I'm curious about. Did you play 18 holes?
0: Oh yeah, birdie left and right. 17 white claws down the hole. I, everyone was like wait, are you a professional golfer? I was like, yeah, yeah. No. I uh, We played, Did you have fun we played though? 18. I had a blast. We played 18. We skipped a few holes because we got there late. So like the sun was going down, but um, beautiful course. I was, used to be a beer cart girl when I was younger at a golf course that I never learned how to play. So, and I've been saying forever, I want to learn. I want to learn. And um, I finally got out there. My short game, spectacular. Whiffed a few times on the 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 drives yep on the there you drives go, the drives how are your irons <laughs> well you know and, and like I, I brought up my putter one time by accident for like <laughs> like one of the long yeah it wasn't great but it was good and it was fun and i looked good playing so that's all that really matters really like, it's I got all about the fit. yeah they, they say
1: look good feel good play good but really it's just kind of look good feel good and, and then uh, and
0: i got everything else is immaterial like, for some reason i thought the glove was the coolest part of it all and i for sure, kept it on. So of course we played eighteen, and then got a drink after, and kept the glove on, Just rocking sipping the glove. my espresso martini. I felt pretty cool, pretty classy. Oh, uh, yeah. So good weekend of golf, pretty crappy weekend of football, and we kept Ooh saying boy. <laughs> after a crappy week, you're supposed to have a good week, and we kept saying that, but no, that wasn't the case. Uh, week ten. Pretty disappointing. Big blowouts, upsets, but also just weird, right? Like Cam Newton was back, scored a touchdown. Tom Brady got outplayed by Taylor Heineke. We had a tie in another game. Just an ugly week followed by another. Um, So we had a lot of L's, you and I both.
1: Do you have a victory lap to take?
0: (sighs) Uh, and this is like going back, so I feel like it's so hard after this weekend to say I did, but technically in the Ravens-Dolphins game on yeah. Thursday, right? Miami won it, but Lamar Jackson did go over on passing yards. Did not think this was going to hit. And then he a gave miracle me a garbage at the time, end. garbage time passing yards. Hey man, it still hit. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> As you should, I don't have a victory lap to take, but I have a lot of L's. <laughs> yeah. There were three games. You know, you could go through this, like, like, yeah, I guess I lean this way, lean that way. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Buffalo covered. Not surprised that Philadelphia beat Denver. Didn't play any of them. Yeah. But I had three lines I really liked, and that was the the Titans minus three against the Saints. That was my winning pick. They won by two, which is a pretty good summary (laughs) of how how my betting weekend went. Uh, Uh, I really liked the Browns to cover. That certainly didn't happen. We'll get to that game more with Matoy. Um, and then the Raiders uh, as home underdogs, uh, I thought they were going to cover as well. And they got smoked by the chiefs. I want to talk briefly about the, the, the first and third game there, the Titans deserve a ton of credit. Obviously they didn't cover this game. So I lost my bet, but they're without Derek Henry, Julio Jones, their prized acquisition. This off season has only played in six games. He's only caught 21 passes for 336 yards. He hasn't found the end zone yet. And he's currently on IR with a hamstring injury. Uh, They've won five straight games against playoff teams from a year ago. The, the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, and now the Saints, which leads you to Mike Vrabel being potentially the leader in the clubhouse for head coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans have been really impressive, and this is just another – I mean, again, the, the backdoor cover from the Saints hurts, but uh, still an impressive win against a, a, a an incomplete team in terms of how poor that offense is right now with Alvin Kamara for the Saints, but – but a defense that can cause you a lot of problems Um, and finding a way to win games. You don't need style points in the NFL. Um, So very impressed by the Titans and the Raiders, maybe the tumultuous season they're having is just catching up to them. Certainly they miss Henry Ruggs, just the deep threat, the ability, the talent, but with their head coach getting fired with uh, one of their teammates being involved in an accident and being at fault for an accident that, that killed a young woman and then a cornerback who's threatening people with a gun mm. it's just like it, one thing after another so you wouldn't you can't blame them for not being at their best and and they weren't against the Chiefs on Sunday night they lost the turnover battle again they were just one of nine on third down they have no running game to speak of and the defense is just bad and the pass rush can't get home the pass rush can't get home cuz the secondary can't cover anybody mm-hmm. i thought it was very curious that, that Gus Bradley stubbornly stuck with uh, his patented cover 3 when when cover 2 has been giving the Chiefs trouble of late um and they got torched all game long. Patrick Mahomes, uh, whether they're back or not, they had a monster game that was vintage Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes putting up 406 passing yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill both went ham. Darrell Williams had a monster game. That's what we're used to seeing from the Chiefs. And unfortunately, in the years past, that's what we're used to seeing from the Raiders. And. I'm curious where they go, both teams moving forward, but certainly the Raiders look now, two losses in a row look to be in a bad place, and I will not be betting them anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you make a good point. It's almost like both teams at one point, and I guess you could say like last week, were defying the odds because the Raiders came off of the whole Josh, the Gruden thing, and then, of course, these two past instances, um, but the Titans more so, of course, seem to be kind of moving past those issues. Just so weird, too. First place, eight and two
1: right now atop the AFC. Yeah. Very impressive.
0: Yeah. I uh, also had several L's. I will say I took Vikings as my dog on the money line this week, which I didn't give on our show. Well, I mentioned that I liked them, um, but I did give them as a straight up winner on a podcast earlier last week. So that was another win. Um, I liked the Bills as well, but the Bucks and the Cardinals, I had them in a few different parlays, and my Lord. I know we'll get into that because I'm sure um, Matoy has some things to say about that. Uh, so, yeah, my parlays and my teasers got kind of screwed by the teams that were supposed to be a lock, and that's why we don't call anything a lock, people. Any given Sunday, these are all very talented NFL teams, and, yes, even backup quarterbacks are going to beat the GOATs. It just happens. That's the NFL. Which is why
1: we give you the info and how we feel.
0: Exactly. And, and you, you are
1: welcome to Taylor Tail, tail or bail! Or
0: bail. <laughs> That's why we have a segment on the show called Taylor Bale, because stats and trends and all of that can really only go so far. Football's football and good teams win. And Amen. All right, Joe, let's bring some positivity into this, because we're talking about all of our L's. We got to get a little positivity, a little, a little winning into this conversation. So we're going to bring in... Our senior trader over at Wimbet Matoy Pearson. Matoy, how you doing?
2: How we doing? What's going on? I missed you guys last week. We, we missed, missed you. you. Yeah. I thought you were
0: so close to I, us. We're yeah, all no, up we here at the to desk too. We didn't want you over there. <at> the, <laughs> too uh, far away. We
2: yeah. wanted you right here nice No, comfortable I, I appreciate all it. All yeah. Seeing I my my chair was set up, I was like, I can't believe it. Yep. You know, I'm a It's big time now, man. Yeah, I feel pretty happy about that. You're yeah. really
0: part of the family. We love it. My <laughs> eyes
2: my eyes are like sparkling. <laughs> you know, I'm
0: Wow. I don't know about all that. I, I feel I yeah, like we okay. are very special You don't have to lie now. to impress us, yeah, Matoy. Uh, my bad. You don't yeah. have to lie to impress us. <laughs> I had that planned out before
1: I walked uh, in anyway. So. It's like, I'm going to talk about the sparkle in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about it too, actually. How can yeah. you not
0: be romantic about bet to win? Really? Sure. sure.
1: Yeah, yeah of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the question mean. everyone's asking. Uh, yeah.
0: It is. It is. Uh, I mentioned Matoy, Joe, and I had a lot of negativity over the past really two weeks, and I feel like that's everyone on Twitter. Like, Football sucks, betting's terrible. And that's just because all the teams we're expecting to win are not winning. Sure. And that means that's good for you guys in the book, because that means the book is making money. And that happened again this week. So let's go over some of the games that were good for you guys, and then we'll get to the ones that were winners for us average Joes. <laughs> Starting with the Cowboys. They were laying eight against the Falcons. They end up crushing the Falcons at home, 43 to 3. Dallas scored 29 points in the second quarter alone. And this was fun because everyone loves a good storyline. Defensive coordinator, former Falcons head coach, got the game ball after taking down the team that fired him a year ago. Dan Quinn, love him. (laughs) Met him a few years ago. Stand-up guy. It's good to see him kind of get that revenge game ball. Um, He's definitely doing his job. The defense allowed the Falcons to convert only one of 11 chances on third down. And they did that in the fourth quarter. So there just wasn't much action here. Um, the offense did their thing, 431 total yards to Atlanta's 214. So, like I mentioned, this was good for the book, which I didn't really expect that. So, I'm assuming that we got a lot of money in, on, or you guys got a good amount of money in um, on the Falcons here with the points. Is that what we were seeing? Eight free points, I guess you could say, over a touchdown. That's a lot. But I, I'm i high on the Cowboys. So, what is the public's kind of point of view on these teams?
2: Yeah, it was it was odd. I uh, We also thought, uh, especially, you know, considering that they lost to the Broncos the week before. Yeah. Maybe they would think they were going to have a bounce back week playing at home against a team that, you know, kind of surprised the Saints the week before. So we were already high on Cowboys. I think we opened nine, and then we were, like, one of the first uh, books to nine, at nine and a half. Um, didn't get to ten, but we were, like, kind of just, you know, hanging it out there to see if anybody was going to buy Atlanta. And, um, you know, it was funny. No one was really buying Cowboys. <laughs> it was, you know, and then, uh, you know, uh, a couple days uh, prior to kick. Um, You know, we ended up getting some sharp Falcons bets or, you know, so to say, sharp Falcons bets before the result (laughs) came out. And, um, you know, I was surprised yesterday when I sent you guys the games that this was like maybe one of our bigger winners, considering the Cowboys are like, you know, more of a public type of team, regardless. So, uh, you know, we were just happy to see that. I didn't realize it until I checked it until I sent it to you guys. So, you know, that was like one of the ones I was, you know, kind of smiling at considering everyone kind of gave up on them after getting smoked by the Broncos, right. you know, yeah. in a, if, if they, there
1: was one thing I day. got right coming out of last week and going into this one was to not overreact about the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was just a comprehensively bad day against the Broncos. And I think it's okay to mm-hmm. chalk it up as such. Every team at this point has had at least every contender has had that one game or two games even where they've just looked terrible the cowboys hadn't had that yet until they lost that game to the broncos and and it was just it was again it was one of those that was so bad it makes it so easy to flush and move on and so good for dan quinn i thought it was funny at one point the cowboys were up 28-3 to against the falcons That's, and, i thought that same thing uh, <laughs> yeah
2: i thought that same exact thing i was kind of laughing at it too i didn't really say it out loud but i was like this is like a perfect
1: score yeah that, you know the falcons kind of can look on and say that i definitely
0: you know, said it in my head <laughs> it's amazing no, when, like, how
1: many different players for the cowboys were involved in this Uh, Three different people threw a pass with Ezekiel Elliott completing Mm -hmm. one pass for four yards. Cooper Rush got garbage time reps in there. Ten different players caught a pass. Uh, Six different players had a carry. Uh, This was a game that was dominated by a better team. The Falcons, I think, have been overachieving a bit. They got their way to 4-4, and and beating the Saints, a division rival, was impressive. But without Calvin Ridley, we know the defensive pieces are limited. They have no running game to speak of, which puts so much pressure on Matt Ryan. Kyle Pitts has been tremendous, but... Cordero Patterson has been tremendous, but this is a team that when you look at it, they, they had no business playing with the Cowboys and the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do. So exactly. um yeah, I, I am I think my just biggest surprise of this game is similarly to yours that I I'm surprised that so many people sold themselves on the Falcons as a team that could be reliable in this spot.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that just goes to like all the parlay liability that could have been on Cowboys. Yeah. And then they probably had those tied in with like the teams that we'll talk about, uh, you know, football team winning outright, yeah, stuff like that. So like, even if there was parlay liability, the teams that they, you know, put together with Cowboys didn't come in. So it was kind of like a perfect disaster for anyone that was like, you know, involved with Cowboys there.
0: I know that you guys set the lines like as a group effort, and you all have your different sort of um, like, ways to get you, to like you, a ways a to get to that number. Yeah. Um, but you personally, like Matoy's top five teams, where are the Cowboys?
2: Oh, man, <laughs> talking to the wrong guy uh, as far as the NFL is concerned. But I don't know. I've, I've been pretty high on the Cowboys, not just because of their offense, but I think their defense mm-hmm. is, um, you know, like night and day from last year when they were right. giving up 30, 40 points where they had to win, you know, they had to score 45 to win these games. Yep. So, um, you know, just in the NFC alone, they're probably in the top three, top five in the NFL in my opinion. So
0: Yeah, on top uh, of know, the NFC I East. I always like to ask just because I hyped up the Cowboys preseason. I yeah. like to keep that rolling. Uh, because I always have doubters like they're really not that good. I'm Micah like, no, Parsons, another yeah, sack. <laughs> Javon
1: Diggs, another pick. They're just a very yeah.
0: complete team. Like you said, they spread the ball out well. Wow, they have it on both sides of the ball. So I agree. Cowboys are a good team. There's no denying that. We'll move on to the Vikings. They were getting three against the Chargers. They upset the Chargers uh on the road, 27-20. And I have to say, I did say the Vikings were my dog play of the week. So okay. I'm happy with All that. Right. Well, um The third loss in four games for the Chargers did not see this one coming. Not the best showing for Justin Herbert. Uh, 20 of 34 passes for 195 yards. Tied for his season low. A touchdown an interception. Kirk Cousins put almost 300 yards into two touchdowns. It's not really like they played a a perfect game either. It wasn't a lovely game to watch. Uh, Ten total penalties for the Vikings converting on just one of six third downs tries in the first half. But... It doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish, and they finished strong. Based off of the money and tickets you saw come in on this game, the action that you guys got, how different was the result versus what the public was feeling was going to happen?
2: Well, it was, you know, we were kind of battling between three and a half and three, uh, mostly um, for the most part for that game. Um, you know, and then it was around three, minus 15, minus 20 on Chargers, so there was respect on Vikings, uh, considering we got off three and a half. And then day of, you know, we kind of expected that we would get that Chargers money and like, you know from three minus 15 right to three and a half um you know nothing to get to four but we've seen enough on Chargers that it was going to be a public play um you know so we were <laughs> you know pretty hoping uh pretty heavily on vikings we had a couple of, you know sharper bets that we respected on vikings uh so we were trying to book our, book that way for the most part because we've seen um you know just the regular guys on the ticker betting Chargers all day and mm. uh, you know the result happening like that between those two teams you know it's tough to really know between vikings and Chargers, but you know, we're pretty happy to see the result of that.
1: We were all giving Brandon Staley some deserved flowers at the beginning of the season, but those have certainly wilted a bit these last this last month, really. They haven't been very good. Their offense, I don't know what the identity is. You have Justin Herbert, a Ferrari of an arm at quarterback, and you look at his passing chart, and it's all short and intermediate. Mike Williams, he's got to be dealing with some sort of injury because he's not the same guy he was the first four or five weeks of the season. So it's sort of Keenan Allen or bust right now in that passing game. Austin Eckler hasn't been as effective nor integrated into that passing game. So that's sort of bizarre, but the defense continues to be gutless and has a hard time getting off the field. And when the chargers aren't playing with a lead and teams are allowed to stick with their running game, mm-hmm. they're able to control games against the chargers. It's when teams are playing catch up that the chargers are able to sort of, you know, snowball things and continue you know to win games and, and build on their leads. but, you look at how the, the Vikings closed this game, their last three possessions, nine plays, fifty-five yards, touchdown, twelve plays, sixty-eight yards, touchdown, ten plays, sixty-one yards, end of game. <laughs> That's how you close a game. <laughs> no, yeah. so well, you look we, at the defense we, that can't get off the field. And also, final point I'll make Justin Jefferson is a absolute oh, baller. He's so good. Bonafide star so good. already in year two. The, the contested catches, the catches downfield. He's the guy where he's like, all you have to do at this point is just, he, he's earned the right to have the trust put in him to where you throw it up there, give him a shot and hope that he'll make a play. And you saw that a number of times from Kirk cousins where he's not necessarily open, not necessarily even throwing him open. You just say, I just trust our guy is going to beat their guy. And he does more often than not nine catches on 11 targets for a buck 43
2: we were going absolutely ballistic when Kirk Cousins threw that touchdown on fourth and goal. When he had to throw it, it was kind of like a to throwback. Mm-hmm. We to were, I almost man, I, they hung up in the air forever. I was so I, we were essentially screaming when that. Well, we were screaming when he made that, that pass. That was such a you know a key deal on fourth and goal. Uh, you know that was that was definitely one of the memories. But yeah, I was I was talking of Justin Jefferson. I, I think at some points he looks like the best in the league.
0: All right. Let's go to the last one, and then we're gonna get to the stuff that was good for us, because I'm sick of talking about what's so good for you. Guys.
1: And by us, we mean the public, not literally Claudia <laughs> yeah, and I, because yeah, nothing no, was no, good for nothing us. Nothing
0: was good for me and Joe. <laughs> uh, Washington was getting nine and a half. Nobody saw this coming. If you said you did, I call you a liar. They upset Brady and the Bucks at home, 29 to 19. Taylor Heineke, man, shame on me for underestimating Taylor Heineke. He outplayed the goat which is hard to do. He went 26 of 32, 256 yards, a touchdown. He got emotional after the game. I got emotional just listening to him. Good for you, Taylor Heineke. Uh, Probably maybe one of the worst performances for the Bucs that we've seen since Brady joined the team against one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL, which is why I'm saying I didn't see this coming. Uh, Tom Brady threw two first-quarter interceptions, he had none in the first quarter in the last 25 games, yeah. so totally off. Uh, terrible for my parlays, <laughs> good for the book. The question is just how good was this for the book?
2: It's It was right up there with the, the Cowboys, incredibly. Um, you know, I, I think this was the free space um, for the public, so we've seen a bunch uh, that were just in, in parlays in general. So, you know, not only them not covering, but losing the game outright was mm-hmm. like a big deal. Um, you know, for us. So uh, I, I would assume any everyone that uh, had an idea about any sports, but probably knew that that was big for us. Um, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, the f- football team's been playing pretty well, like early in games, but they've never been able to finish them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially against somebody like Tom Brady, um, you know, it was pretty impressive to watch football team finally close out a game in this one.
1: It was interesting to see Bruce Arians call out Tom Brady and say, oh, those picks were on him. So the quarterbacks, not about the receivers. Oh, my God. Like, oh, okay. Equal opportunity head coach. Which I mm-hmm. guess you respect and. I'm sure Tom knows that. I'm sure Tom's not super phased by what Bruce Arians had to say. He's been around long enough. But I'm curious how much you take in a game like this live because this is such a square live bet when you have the heavy favorite down early. And we saw this on Thursday as well with Miami beating Baltimore by 12, winning outright, obviously covering comfortably. Do you take a lot of action live on, on heavy favorites when they're down early as maybe a way to steal a plus money line? I think this is an
2: excellent question. I don't think we've ever brought this up, but yeah. I mean, I, you know, we we don't occasionally laugh when, like, we guess, like, they're going to start betting here in, like, the third quarter on bucks at, you know, whatever they can be, like, plus 120, plus 130, you know, especially when they're down, uh, you know, a touchdown or, or 10 points. But, yeah, we uh, we see, uh, you know, the favorite that's, that's down get bet plenty of times, especially in the second half like this. So, you know, it's a uh, – you know, it's, it's not like we're we're bugging out about it as far as from a liability standpoint. We just know the money's going to come no matter what.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I knew too because everyone on Twitter is like, it's too early because I said, I was yeah. like, what the hell's going on with the Bucks?" And everyone's like, it's way too early. You should know, Tom Brady. I'm like, the game's really not looking that good. So yeah. I assume people are probably doing some lies. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah after, you're after, you're after just he threw on that On the wrong side of it. When he yeah. tossed
2: that touchdown to Mike Evans, I mean, we even us in the back, were like, here we go. Like, this is the football yeah, team kind of wilting and then, uh, you know, not happening, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady was looking pretty cold in that post-interview. I was I was watching him, uh, you know, talking about you know giving props to the football team for having a great plan. But I don't know if he's a cold weather quarterback anymore, man.
1: I think he's getting used Ooh, to that, uh, that.
0: That blood's a little too thin. Yeah, I think
1: something's happening over there. <laughs> this is an interesting storyline because two weeks in a row now, well, I guess two games in a row because they had their bye uh, in Week Nine. They've had opportunities to win games late in a one-score game, and they haven't. You know, Tom Brady hasn't gotten the job done. Yeah. The defense hasn't gotten that stop. And so, like you said, we're just so accustomed, conditioned to have that feeling of, here we go. Here we go again, yeah. And then when it doesn't happen, you're so shocked. Shocked, yeah. So I guess when you, then you process, well, what does it mean? How do you feel about this team moving forward? I think the defense does have concerns. The secondary isn't good, period. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: they looked like they were improving, but, but no.
1: <laughs> I just I can't, no. get, it's myself, I can't it, get myself to doubt Tom Brady. I can't get myself to, to say, oh, maybe this is finally – because I feel like every year over the course of the last three or four years I've done that, yeah. last year included, they were a very average football team in the first half yeah. of the year. People have been doing that since '07s. So, yeah. I mean, it's been yeah. about you know a decade and some change that uh, they've been doubting them. So. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So, yet. I refuse yeah. to – I guess the Giants game next week will be my that, that. determining factor. That's a good point. They struggle again against the Giants, and you say, okay, now what? Is this <laughs> really yeah. –
0: That's a good point.
1: The threshold is the Giants. It's yeah. always the Giants. Yeah. You know, it does seem I think that that's way. What and it you is, love like the you Giants. Yeah, Giants are your you favorite know my style, team in the like NFL. I'm gonna send you guys a
2: Slack message like I'm back on Giants again. So yeah, yeah. You know, don't, be, don't be surprised. Matoy's in his Daniel Jones jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I got by myself at my house. Just, yeah. You know, just like well, this is gonna go one of one way. So.
1: Danny
0: Dimes. Uh, Danny Dimes versus Tom Brady. Can't wait for that one. Uh, all right, Matoy, enough of your wins. Let's talk about what was good for the public <laughs> and sure. bad for the book. Starting with the Panthers, they were getting 10. They beat the Cardinals on the road 34-10. And they did it with a familiar face, another fun storyline with Cam Newton suited up. And I didn't expect this. So when I saw him suited up in pregame, I'm like, wait, is he going to play? Do I care? Like, is it going to (laughs) make a difference? And of course it did because it kind of gave a momentum change too. But uh, the Cardinals just had an ugly game. Of course, they were without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but low energy, just I didn't see a ton from the team in general, even without them. Uh, backup Colt McCoy, who stepped up the week before and got a win against the Niners. Not as good here. 11 of 20, 107 yards, no touchdowns, interception. And it's the year of the backup quarterbacks. P.J. Walker started for an injured Sam Darnold. Looked pretty good against a good team. Uh twenty-two of twenty-nine pass attempts, found his guy Christian McCaffrey, who had a huge game. Of course, having him definitely helped yeah, when it came time to this when win.
2: C Max involved. Yeah. yeah.
0: But like I mentioned, Cam Newton uh signed this week, got into the game. Played only eight snaps, but he definitely made the most of it. He's back. Rushing touchdown, passing touchdown. Is he back? Uh, he's <laughs> back. back. I think yeah. <laughs> Is he back?
1: <laughs> I think he's back. Oh, yeah. No, I well. An instant memeable moment like we, from um, Cam Newton's oh, first of snap course, of the season has to be done. To. Yeah, yeah, it was like inevitable. Josiah um, Johnson, our guy, friend of the show, had a money tweet. Got retweeted like by LeBron. I think he got fifty thousand likes. And it was Mariah Carey every yeah, every I year with Christmas rolls <laughs> <rolling> around. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Damn, that's so good!" Every time he tweets, I'm like, "God, how no, did I think of that." So
2: no, just, he crushes all the meme. Like, crushes it means, every time. yeah,
1: all of it is incredible. His his tweets are, are great. Yeah,
2: he's amazing. Uh, yeah, no, we well, I think we did kind of a a bad job because we were essentially thinking Murray was gonna play, so we stayed high on Cardinals. Mm. So we were like, okay, like, you know, nine's probably fine right now, and this is you know without considering that yeah. <laughs> he doesn't play uh and it's it's funny we got a, like all of our liability in arizona rightfully so on on the yeah. cardinals they can't lose there uh you know in their mind but uh you know we've seen the, the number trickle down a little bit and then we've seen respected money come in on it and when it got to eight you know seven then a half and seven then we were like should we go to six and a half like we didn't want to take a bunch of money back up just because you know considering and uh you know i just think the public was probably you know they're a, a weak uh a week late on fading Cardinals because everyone was on Niners. Mm-hmm. Niners were injured. Cardinals had to go on the road, you know, played in a division game, won by 30. I mean, this is the this had to be the, the game they were going to take off, essentially, and yeah. I think that's what, that's what it came down to. So it's not like we got smoked on the game, but, you know, just with all the stuff that we took going down to seven, it was not
1: that good. We talk about how Derrick Henry is as irreplaceable as running backs get. Christian McCaffrey certainly in that conversation as well, 10 receptions. 13 carries, 23 total touches, about 150 total yards. He was dynamic. It couldn't be stopped. Their go-to guy offensively. And then Cam Newton, his first two plays, rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. We're not even talking about the Niners yet. We'll get there. But you think, gosh, he's been there for 48 hours and they were able to integrate him so seamlessly. And yet the Niners are having such a hard time figuring out what the hell to do with Trey Lance. (laughs) Yeah. It's just baffling to me. Joe Brady was probably like, yeah. So excited to like
2: put him in the game plan. Yeah. I, I just figured, I, I think he like tweeted out 1-0 and 0 after the game. Like, I mean, the Panthers are still like New in the league too. Yeah, this exactly. is- well, yeah,
0: I am curious too. And Joe, I, I know you got a few notes on the game, but before we get to that, does... Like with Cam Newton, I know they didn't say he's starting next week against Washington. Assuming I think, yeah, he oh does he is, start, he is, he is he officially. Started, yeah, it was oh, like 30 minutes. ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with him officially starting, how much more respect is this team getting?
2: With well, well, I mean, it's uh, we we've, we've moved from like you know three dog 15 to three minus 15 on Panthers. So there is like a, somewhat of a, a little respect on the market. That's I don't against think the it's football gonna, team next week. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as massive, but it you know it means a lot just for a team like that who started pretty well. It's kind of you know had their, you know, trials and tribulations up until now. But, you know, we, we could respect him going forward for sure.
1: The Panthers are interesting with Cam Newton now. And if Christian McCaffrey can somehow stay healthy. Yeah. And if they can resurrect DJ Moore, who went off the first month of the season. Robbie Anderson came back yesterday, had a first touchdown. We've, we haven't heard his name in a long time. But it becomes, you know, where it's never going to necessarily be pretty. But they can grind out games, sort of like the Saints do. Like they play just enough defense. And I would say the Panthers have more offensively than the Saints do. So that the division still open. I like the Matt, Matt, Matt Rule is great
2: too. Like he's an awesome coach. And you know we're still like barely halfway through the season. I mean, you know a little bit over. But yeah, I mean this could be a start for the Panthers, who were I, I thought we we really liked them going into the season in the in the risk room. And you know we're we're we we are we would not be surprised if they made any moves with Cam Newton right now at the helm and you know yeah. just a new spark to the team. For the record,
1: Carolina 5 and 5 right now and in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, they right. they're in the They are they're in the mix, yeah. They, yeah. The yeah. They the yeah. they are the 7 seed with New Orleans at 6. Lots could change obviously, but certainly this is a team that it's it's amazing. We weren't even thinking about Cam Newton all of a sudden he could be playing playoff football this year.
0: Oh, we should Four. just bet
1: him to win a division so now. Fun. Might as well I just know. get ahead of it, yeah.
0: Well, you're sure right too. It's just that and no other team really has that as much as the Panthers at this point, that kind of resurgence, like you said, 1-0 sure. now, right? right? They yeah. kind of get a fresh start. It's exciting. And like you mentioned, Joe, they've had their defense. They have the pieces on offense. Just stay healthy. That goes for everyone, but especially for them if they're going to have success with Newton. Let's go on to the Packers. Uh, they were laying three shut down Russell Wilson and the Seahawks at home with a 17-0 win. Not, again, what I was expecting. A much-anticipated return of both Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Wilson, of course, from injury and Rodgers from the whole COVID debacle. Uh, Neither really lived up to the hype. Wilson didn't get into a rhythm. Um, I don't know if that's because maybe he wasn't as ready as they thought he was coming off of the injury. He looked a little afraid, even when he wasn't being pressured, um, kind of overthrowing, underthrowing all over the place. No touchdown passes for him, two interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, also no touchdown pass and an interception. Like I mentioned, this was a game that we were supposed to be excited for, right? Maybe going to be high scoring, two great quarterbacks coming back. But it wasn't.
2: No, not not <laughs> as much. And, uh, you know, we I think this is just one that we kind of let get away from us as far as from a booking standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opened four and a half, four. And this is, you know, before Rodgers and the COVID deal, you know, him ended up. ended up practicing i think friday or saturday or he was going to play regardless but we let it get away from us a little bit and maybe took a little bit more packers than we wanted up until kick but we did see just a gang of seahawks like you know all day sunday before you know the game kicked off and i was like i don't want to move the line considering Mm -hmm. what we you know already took on on packers but We didn't really have a lean on it, but, you know, we respect. I mean, I think the Packers' defense has just been strong. You know, even in the Chiefs' game with Love, like they even had a chance to win that one somehow, even though they were getting dominated. But, you know, from a booking standpoint, we probably kind of let it get away from us a little bit. But, you know,
1: we weren't I guess it's easy to say that because it ends 17-0, but this game was 3-0 into the fourth quarter. Mm. The Seahawks' offense was terrible. Russell Wilson... I don't think it was the injury. I just think he had a terrible game. The decision-making was poor. I think so, too. Nobody was open. The offense, for me, is a big concern because Shane Waldron was touted as this, like, savior to the Seahawks offense in terms of getting things like the quick and intermediate passing game going again. There's nothing on time with the Seahawks offense. It looks really clunky and laborious, as we saw basically the the whole second half of last season. you got to give credit to the Packers, who have now gone 20 drives defensively without allowing a touchdown. Their last drive, they allowed... A touchdown on was the opening drive in that Chiefs game. They've also gone six full quarters without allowing a single point, Mm. which is unheard of in today's NFL. There were a number of talking about that. The 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 officiating remains terrible. That was awful. I mean, mean, the Seahawks got screwed on a number of occasions, but that doesn't change the fact they just didn't play well in this game, and they had every opportunity to to hang in, cover if not win outright, but. Uh, the Seahawks offense is in a world of hurt. And the I Seahawks
2: imagine. are only good when the Niners are good. So when the Niners start <laughs> getting good again, that's when Seattle's going to get good again. You can mark that down. All right. That I, I, I keep like thinking that. about. That I said. Right when the Niners start getting good, they're going to Seahawks are going to rip off like five or six in a row at some point. Mm. Like and
1: know, maybe so. both teams suck.
0: Well, yeah. Doesn't sound <laughs> that's like good. that's going to happen anytime soon. Not yeah, both
2: <laughs> teams and
1: both well. teams are teams without first round picks.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: That's just the cherry on top.
0: So yeah. maybe we got a few years. Uh, <laughs> let's finish with my Patriots only laying two. And they beat the Browns 45 to 7. Million is zero. Mac Jones, my guy, looked accurate, comfortable. 19 of 23, 198 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Okay. They had a ground game going. He got it done through the air. Ramondre Stevenson, my gosh, 20 carries, two touchdowns. And they did this against a very good Browns defense. Joe and I talked about this. This was one game we were both on. Ah, This is just nothing that I was expecting. The Pats defense, too, showed up. They held the Browns to one-third down conversion in 11 tries. Baker Mayfield, man, I had had high hopes in him, and I feel like he was being really hyped up before this game. He got hurt, him and Case Keenum, a combined five sacks. Beautiful. And overall, great game for the Patriots. Are my guys gonna get some more respect moving forward here?
2: Yeah, pro- I mean, you know, they're a six-point favorite on Thursday night against the Falcons. I mean, I don't even know what that line would have been two or three weeks ago. It, you know, it seems like they're getting it now. Just considering the market for next week, um, we seen early Browns money. Um, you know, we kind of respected it. I think we we didn't really lean Browns. We 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 respected the Patriots enough to like not get at you know out of character on the money we seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Saturday and Sunday, like just guys that we know that we respect just unloaded on Patriots. And I'm like, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, this yeah. can only go one of one way. So, you know, as far as uh, what it closed, I think it was like around one, maybe one and a half, something like that. But, yeah. um, you know, the results spoke for themselves. We didn't really have to say much after, uh, yeah. you know, the Browns scored seven and then the Patriots Browns scored Browns marched down after. the field and scored yeah, to open the immediately. game. Immediately, yeah. We I'm were sitting like, at home. Well, I was on the, the Browns. Browns. I, yeah. yeah, I, I was really like, loved, okay, this is a
1: Browns. great game. Great game. Not. Not a great game. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I mean, it's not just Baker and the offense that that struggled. The defense is concerning. And Miles Garrett comes out after the game and says, we didn't make any adjustments defensively on the sideline. Basically throws coaching staff all the way under the bus. Yeah. This Patriots team, while I still question what their ceiling is, they're about as complete and well-coached as any team in football. Bill Belichick, along with Mike Vrabel and Cliff Kingsbury, in my opinion, in the top three of NFL Coach of the Year right now. Maybe you throw in Matt Lafleur to make it four, but but no more than that. That's where the line is. Bill Belichick could also be executive of the year. Heck, yeah. I mean, he has been tremendous so far. Mac Jones, by far, the best rookie quarterback. And what I liked in this game from Mac Jones is so much of it has been, you could argue, the crutch of Josh McDaniels of, of terms of just getting him in the right spots. Mm-hmm. And it's it's easy. Couple of reads, make the throw. It's not rocket science. He's not ask you know asked to play superhero. But you saw some big time throws from him against the Browns, the 23-yard touchdown pass to Kendrick Bourne in the second quarter, I loved. Because Kendrick Bourne isn't necessarily open, but you throw it to a spot where only your guy can get it. It's either incomplete or a touchdown. Kendrick Bourne makes a great leaping grab, goes for six. I love what I've seen from Mac Jones. Josh McDaniels deserves a ton of credit. Obviously, they've got a stable of running backs that, that I mean, one goes down and Ramondre Stevenson's a boss. If he were to go down, I think everyone would have – Faith and Brandon Bolden having yeah. a big game. I mean, so.
2: Patriots are known for like their three, four, five running backs yeah. you know, for years. You know. Jacoby
1: Myers gets in the end zone for the first time in his career. The entire sideline comes and celebrates. Oh, and it was a cool moment. Beautiful. Hunter Henry, all he does is score touchdowns. I'm wait,
2: like, so Mac Jones is like probably, like he's going to be great for like 10 years. Like he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the way that he plays football and the way that he conducts himself. Because, you know, he sat behind Tua and, and and Jalen Hurts. And he didn't really say much. And he yeah. won a Nash. I mean, he, he had a chip on his shoulder. And I don't think no one really understood that. All I'm saying is that no one's talking about how good he's playing, but the day he has a bad game, they're gonna yeah, crush him. Yeah. Yeah. They well, are gonna crush him. Well,
0: that was the thing you mentioned, like when it came to the draft, we had such high expectations and high ceilings for pretty much every quarterback except for Mac, exactly. because he fell and now he's actually playing the best football. The best football. He's leading all the rookie quarterbacks and the all well, of those stats. Yeah.
1: And what's the biggest heist of all of it is the Patriots got it at twelve. Sitting tight. Yep. yep. Didn't have to Nothing. trade up. Nope. They already knew. Yes. They yeah. It just fell right to their lap. The Niners traded three first round picks to move up. And all we heard is Kyle Shanahan wants Mac Jones. Kyle Shanahan wants Mac Jones. They go mm-hmm. with Trey Lance. Again, we're not closing the book on anybody. I would, I would actually argue Justin Fields last Monday against the Steelers played the most impressive half of football of any rookie quarterback we've seen this season in that yeah. comeback against the Steelers. So we don't know how this is going to play out. Mm. But with Bill Belichick taking one year to reload, spending a ton of money this offseason on on skilled players and then having Mac Jones fall to his lap, and he looks like a tremendous you know franchise quarterback of the future. He's got to be feeling good about himself.
0: Monday night football. Rams laying three and a half against the 49ers, total set at 50. you got a top-five offense in the Rams against a top-five passing defense in the Niners. The Niners, though, 0-4 straight up. Gutless. 0-4 against the spread at home this season. Uh, Rams coming off of a letdown loss to the Titans. Matoy, what are we looking at in terms of action, your personal take on the game?
2: Oh, man, I don't know if I can give out any more personal take. <laughs> no, uh, it opened four, and, uh, you know, we just seen you know a, a good amount of Rams money. Um, but, you know, I think a, a few of us in the back respect uh, the market move on the Niners, and I think we had it around four, three and a half. So, you know, we just kind of scooted down to three and a half to see if anybody would buy it back up. Um, not much, uh, you know, action to, to – you know, move the rams or move the meter on the rams a little bit just to go back to four um but you know we're pretty comfortable with, with where the number is right now we're pretty uh, prepared for the rams money to come in before kick mm. so i don't know not much of a you know i'm a niners homer as well so uh. i can't get involved with like you know giving out a, <laughs> a pick on frisco
1: yeah it's been um, more than a year since the niners have won a home game my God. Joe's
0: very against this line. Just, just so you, sure, know. you know, I, I, <laughs> understand, I understand how. how yes, the Rams
1: lost last week, but but Matthew Stafford gifted the Titans 14 points with two bad interceptions. The offensive line that's played great all season had one bad game. The Niners haven't been good for most of the year, and they got embarrassed by the Cardinals with Colt McCoy at quarterback. And we saw what the Cardinals did this week against Carolina. That's not necessarily apples to apples, but there's got to be something to it. So. I just don't understand how this line is still at three and a half, given that one team feels so much better than the other. And you can't even blame home field advantage because the Niners don't win at home. They haven't done so since last October. (laughs) Yeah, no, we, I mean, uh, just what's
2: their edge? Even with, all What's that the game script? Like of how the Niners, this stays close. the Niners against the Rams. Like at least when Sh- under Shanahan's, like he, they've had their number. Like I know. they've. I mean, that's. It's not a booking strategy. Like we're not gonna be like, oh yeah, like you know they've beaten them. We're gonna just make the line like you know shorter. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like you have to at least have some like in, like you have to respect the power rankings on where they're at. So mm. even though the nine the the line itself seems kind of you know egregious. You know, it is what it is, especially if like no one's betting Rams right now. You know, that's what I'm waiting for. Like someone that I, I would like, you know, or some type of an opinion where they're like, yeah, Rams is like a slam dunk. It's gonna be me.
1: I've got. He's yeah, bucks, but the I Bucks think. were <laughs> a slam dunk. Like Twenty bucks.
0: The Cardinals oh, were a slam I'm going dunk. I'm out the window right like, now. <laughs> nothing's a move slam line, dunk. Move the
1: line, damn it. Move the line. We'll move it to five. We Don't just got to show bet on on Rams, everybody.
0: That's Joe's biggest line video. is moving. <laughs> Actually, I need that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, But again, but so actually this is my question because me and Joe keep talking about how weird, how strange, how awful these past few weeks have been in terms of these favorites either just getting completely blown out or not coming close to covering, whatever. Do you take any of that into account or it's just every game is its own individual?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's exactly what it is. You know, every week is its own week. You know, no one was, you know, obviously right now the last two weeks we probably cleaned up, but no one's talking about the, you know, October when we were getting absolutely destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, we take it, you know, as a grain of salt, you know, once again, Falcons losing one week, uh, Cowboys blowing out Falcons, Cowboys losing Mm -hmm. to the Broncos. I mean, these are things that we like think of like while we're watching the games, like when like Washington football team is playing, like who do they play next? Panthers. Panthers Mm -hmm. are a three-point favorite. Regardless of Cam Newton, like those are just small things that we – you know kind of tweak if if like because the market in the nfl is the market like it's the sharpest market like in the world like nfl and like epl soccer is like awesome too but like nfl's like that those those numbers are like what the numbers are but we can always go in and and have our own little thoughts on like how a team played last week what would the team be favored by you know two weeks ago up until now like chiefs raiders that line was three two and a half but three weeks ago that line's probably six seven Mm -hmm. you know raiders just played the giants and they were I don't know, I think the Raiders were a small favorite on the road. The Chiefs just played the Giants on Monday night. When we got when we talked, they were 10. You're telling me, like, yeah. the, the line moved, like, four or five points just in between. You know, so stuff like that we kind of, like, put into perspective. And then, you know, sometimes we have to, like, agree with the market, too, if our, like, uh, uh, opinions suck. So, you know, it's just like, you know, it's give and take so much, you know, especially with stuff like that.
0: Gotta love Matoy, always dropping the knowledge on us. Thank you, Matoy, very much. Joe, before we get to winning picks, we just talked about tonight's action for Monday Night Football Rams 49ers. But before that, we got to give the free money to the people, don't we? And today, we are offering you, new users of WinBet, 200% wager match up to 1,500 promo. New users, make a deposit of $20 or more. Make your bet with minus 150 odds or greater and receive up to 200% the amount of your wager as a bonus. And there's our guy, Ocho. If you're watching, he's showing The WinBet phone. That's our coworker up there, you know, Joe. We're all brand ambassadors out
1: here. Heck yeah, we are. (laughs) Just Just me, you, and Ocho.
0: Just to remind you. Uh, So, like I mentioned, we talked Rams 49ers with Matoy. Again, I'm not touching a side here because sides did not do me well this past weekend. So, I'm going to go with a prop. My winning pick tonight 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel over 71 and a half receiving at minus 125. Listen, I know Jalen Ramsey will likely be the matchup here. I know he's one of the NFL's best cornerbacks. However, Debo Samuel has had at least 90 receiving yards in five of his eight games so far this season. He leads the team in targets and receiving yards, and he's second in the NFL in receiving yards behind Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup's number is 98 and a half tonight. The Rams should get ahead if all goes according to plan and the 49ers will have to catch up a bit with the passing game and the Rams should at least allow them to try because they're allowing the fifth most passing attempts a game. So I am on Debo Samuel over 71 and a half receiving.
1: My gut says, just take the Rams to cover because as we talked with Matoy, I just don't understand why the line is so low, given what we've seen from both teams throughout this season, but even just in recent memory,
0: but but. I'm scarred.
1: I'm scarred. <laughs> Everything I feel good about, it's like it's the opposite habit. So I'm going to go with a prop as well. I, w- I will play Rams minus three and a half but for the sake of winning picks in these damn standings that I'm one and three this month and need a W. I'm going to go with Van Jefferson over 15 and a half receiving yards. He's got at least six targets each of his last three games. Now Robert Woods is out with the ACL tear. Of course, OBJ is in, but I think he's still getting integrated into the mix. Jefferson has been there. Uh, and I figure he has the most to gain from a high-volume passing offense. The Rams are eighth in third-down efficiency at 43%, so they have long drives. And I think the Niners' secondary is junk. Uh, fifty-and-a-half <laughs> seems doable. He could do this on one or two catches uh, alone. So give me Van Jefferson over fifty-and-a-half receiving yards against the Niners tonight.
0: I like it. And I have to say, since I don't really like do this often, I am three-and-one up. 1.7 units on winning picks. your winning
1: picks. The last two months have been awesome. You are the prop queen actually, for a reason.
0: I need, I need to tally those all up. Cause I do have some haters out there on Twitter. I haven't had much of them and they're coming out in bunches. It's like, I have one not great weekend. And he's like, let me see your record from all the way back to 2000. I'm like, buddy also relax, but I will, I'll put it out there for the people.
1: I get like what Brad <laughs> Evans was saying about being accountable. The trolls of like sports, gambling, Twitter, so, I just don't get it. They're so brutal. like You suck. You're like, all right.
0: Then I'm giving you that's like, why I have free a day. Plays. That's why I have a day job. <laughs> right. I know. You know, know. like,
1: like I'm just going to pick the opposite. That's OK. Yeah, yeah. You do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, a Wins going to be back every Monday and Thursday, no matter yeah. what.
0: Yeah. If at Josh Loves Sports or whatever, you little hater on there, Damn I am three you, and Josh. one up 1.7 units for winning picks. So take yeah. that, Josh all right and we'll end with
1: that (laughs) i like that it's good to close the show
0: thank you guys for listening or watching good luck tonight we will catch back up with you on thursday